Hello world, it's your brother Silent Sam. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Well, for one, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, welcome back to another episode of the Silent Conversations podcast, where we talk about self-development, personal growth. We spread in peace, positivity, and perspective. And today, we chopping up one of my good friends, man. I grew up with this guy. Paul DeBerry, man, what's going on with you? What's good, Wes, man? I'm just happy to be a part of this, man. I'm happy to be here. You yes. know, we we both kind of been on our own self development journey. Facts. And this is our second time coming back together. So I guess we'll talk about that a little bit later. For sure, on, for sure, for sure. Yeah. You know, um, what we talk about a lot here is the continuous loop of self-development. Um, I personally don't believe that there's a destination that you can get to because we're always saying that we want to make a better version, but the better version of ourselves changes. It's a moving target. Um, so I like to say development is a self-development is a journey. It's not necessarily a um, point A to point B type exactly. of thing. Yeah. It's just you just enjoy everything. Enjoy the scenery. Enjoy the, uh-huh. the good times, the bad times, the yeah. ugly times, because it's all shaping you to be that ideal, better person that you want to be. So Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that's, what we, that's what we like to talk about. Um, and with that being said, the way we kind of like start these conversations off is, is kind of talking about what was your journey like? Like, what what does self development first off? What does first self development mean to you when you hear the word? For me, I keep it real simple, man. Mm-hmm. Self development is getting getting better than the, you were the day before. Okay. So uh, it was this uh, quote I heard. It was like, "Yo, just try to work on being one percent better every single day." Mm. And when you do that, you end up being three hundred sixty five percent better, and that's about was like 37 times better. Correct. You know correct, what I'm saying? Correct. So if you just focus on just getting a little bit better every single day, I think uh, part of the issue is a lot of people be like, oh, I got to change overnight or mm-hmm. things like that. No, mm-hmm. it's a little small things. Mm-hmm. Like when somebody try to pick at you and you don't say nothing back, right. you know, pat yourself on the back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Damn, the small I'm wins. already. Right, right. Crazy, the know? small wins. Exactly. Oh, but um, right, but yeah, right. man. So for me, self-development is the continuous process of improving yourself. Right. And, and whether it's a small scale or a large scale, just constantly improving upon yourself mm-hmm. and being better than you were the day before. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think a lot of people kind of feel, they feel like they are constantly aiming towards something. They don't know what to call it. Yeah. You know, they, they <laughs> feel like they have somewhere to go. They don't know where to go. They don't even know how to start development. <laughs> Um, so for you, what was, what was that moment that kind of triggered you to want to start developing intentionally? Cause we all take skill sets. We may mm-hmm. take on a job and learn how to do something, but when did you start intentionally trying to develop yourself? So it's a couple of moments for me. Okay. It's a couple of moments that I remember the, f- the first moment it wasn't, a, I can't say it was a moment. It was a period mm-hmm. and it was right after I graduated from high school Okay, and I look back on my high school life and I was like, dang. And it's funny with men, it always seemed to stem back to women a lot of times. <laughs> For sure. But I was like, man, 
all these women I wanted to talk to, I was afraid to talk to them, I was afraid to approach them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to head into college or I was going to community college. Right. I don't want to head into community college the same person. I've always been the type, I guess, I guess if you could just kind of break it down like four-year intervals or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. But for me, um, that was a crucial time because I was like, man, I'm tired of not getting the women that I want. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, I'm just right. kind of like settling for the ones that that like me. Correct. Correct. And so that was a crucial point where I had to learn how to break out my shell and I became intentional as far as learning how to talk to a woman, okay. how to interact with them, um, things like that. Right. So I would say that was my first period of self self growth because that was trying to instill confidence in myself. Correct. Because if I can speak to a woman that I'm nervous about talking to, I can talk to anybody. That is absolutely correct. So it was so I was 19. I would say about 19 was the first one. Mm-hmm. And then the one that set me on my, I guess, my personal journey that didn't have anything to do with women mm-hmm. was um, I went through a separation or a divorce mm-hmm. from my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. And when I went through that process, um, I got broken down to my lowest. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. I, I got broken down to my lowest. Like, I was... I was like that that quote unquote success had the house, just had bought a house a couple of years ago, had the car. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nice cars. Had the young daughter, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The picket fence, you know, the quote yeah. unquote American dream. Right. But really deep inside I felt empty, like mm-hmm. something was kinda missing. Okay. And what happened was when my when my ex left me, mm-hmm. it forced me to like really look deep into myself and figure out like, yo, what's real true happiness? Because mm-hmm. I can't tie my happiness into a person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I can't tie my happiness, even in your child, you can't tie your happiness into your child. Correct. I had to figure out like, how do I make myself happy? Right. And that whole period after I got through, because I was acting a little crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I went through my crazy For period. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Pulling up on us and outside the house, all of that. You know, I, I went through my crazy period, but right. then it... Somebody said something like, yo, you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Absolutely. I got tired of staying up all night wondering what she was doing Correct. and stuff like that. Correct. Like, why, why the hell I'm worried about that for? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, yo, Correct. I could go out here and live my own best life. Absolutely. And when that switch flipped with me, I went through a whole journey of like just personal growth mm-hmm. where it had nothing to do about anybody else. It just was you. a yeah. deep cleanse of myself, Correct. my past, any traumas I had. I'd have had. That that situation sparked some conversations with my parents mm-hmm. where I got, I would say, closer. My relationship dynamic didn't necessarily change, but I had a better understanding of my parents d- due to the conversations I had with them mm-hmm. that stemmed from that. Correct. And I appreciate them and I love them for it. And I understand our dynamic now. Correct. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so all of that stuff came from that, that tough period when like, I won't sleeping. I won't eating. Mm-hmm. I'm stressed out about somebody, and then I, and then I was like, oh, "Why do I even want somebody that don't want me?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Why am I stressed? Like, it's it's crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. But I started. We we act illogical Correct. based off our emotions. Correct. And so that's when I was like, I need to learn how to check my emotions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can feel them. I can go through them, but not everything. Don't take what other people do to you as a personal attack. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody mm-hmm. got their own stuff. Cool. So that period, which I was 28 then, yeah, I was 28, uh, was the was the start of me really getting to where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. 
And that was that was the biggest uh, that was the biggest moment. But I can't get to that point if I don't go back to that because I would have never got hurt. Correct. You know what I'm saying? I would have never got my ex if it wasn't for that period where I was like, man, I gotta overcome being afraid to talk to women. That's crazy. Right. Right. So, so you 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 unpacked a lot on there. So I want to kind of break some of those moments down. So mm-hmm. we're talking about about nine years from the first time you said I need to make a change. Yeah, I see where things are going, and I don't like the way that's going. Let me yeah. make a change. Then you make some changes. You start getting results from those changes. Mm-hmm. Then you say, "Hold on, this is cool, but yeah. I don't even like where this is going." Exactly. Let me yeah. make a. I got to make another change. You're right. I got to yeah. make another change. So, let's go back to the first time. So, <laughs> we're talking about from what I can understand and what I'm I'm taking it from it. Over time, we start collecting a list of things that we need to work on. Mm. We get a to-do list that we start putting together. Okay, so your first thing was like confidence. Yeah. Let me get my communication skills up with women. Uh, let me change up certain things about my personality. But you're just adding on to the list. Yeah. You get further down, and yeah. now you, you have something that kind of like alters your life, and then that list just gets longer. Okay, why am I? Why do I have these emotions like this? Why mm-hmm. am I just so? This one person is making me feel all these types exactly. of ways. So you got to yeah. add that to your list. Uh huh. So you said it took all the way up until you was 28 to start making that next change or making that next transition. Mm. With that being said, what was your journey like as far as, like, what, what were you doing to reward yourself as you was checking some of those boxes off? Like, what, like what kind of helped you propel you forward? The, the first time or the second time or both? Let's start with the first time. The, the first time, I'm going to be honest, and it's going to sound... <laughs> Yo, don't don't kill me. I was a young man. No judgment. The no reward judgment. was getting the women. Okay, but you that was that was your goal. That was the, that was the reward. That was goal. The reward mm-hmm. was me accomplishing and sending out to get what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And the woman that I had my interest on at whatever time, that was the reward, and that's boost the confidence in me. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of grew as like kind of like how you said. Over time, I realized, like, all right, yeah, I'm getting the women I want, but, like, then what? <laughs> then What's we'll, the end we'll, goal? Yeah, yeah. Then, then we'll come after that. Correct. So that's why it still felt incomplete. Correct. So, but that was the first, that was, the, like, I had to get over that hurdle because it was so much I felt like I had to express. Mm-hmm. It felt like so much um, that I wanted to do that fear kept holding me back from doing Absolutely. And fear... People don't understand, man. Fear is, it could be your biggest detriment or your biggest motivator. <laughs> and, and for me, for so much of the time, the only thing I could think about because I was young-minded and everything was just women. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So that was my biggest fear at the moment was being afraid to talk to the women that I wanted to talk mm-hmm. to. I had to attack that fear. Fear, fear first. So then I did that. Then we could kind of fast forward to the next time. Um... My reward was, I would say, the eternal gratification I mm-hmm. got of knowing and seeing my progress mm-hmm. and and learning to not find gratification in others, finding self-gratification. Mm-hmm. And how, how that happened, like I kind of gave an example, mm-hmm. little stuff that used to piss me off before or little things that people used to do intentionally, they, mm-hmm. they know it get under your skin mm-hmm. and it stopped doing that. And when I walked away, and I was like, oh, they tried to get me. <laughs> they tried to get me, but they, I ain't let them. Correct. Good job. Paul. That's and what it, I'm it talking just about. build on it. Correct. I seen my, I can recognize and acknowledge my growth. Correct. And that's the thing I want to tell to like the listeners out there, man. You got to acknowledge and recognize your growth 
and and take 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 enjoyment out of the little small gains that Absolutely. you get. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So to me, that was uh, one of the things. And then also, I, I I think I got the book in there, mm-hmm. but I made a journal when I was going through everything my second time around mm-hmm. after the um, divorce from my ex. Um, <clears throat> one of the things I did was journaling. Mm-hmm. And in particular, I did, um, I wrote down affirmations. And so I would make a whole list of affirmations of who I wanted to become. Mm-hmm. Because I, I know a lot of people always talk about like, hey, you know, um, you know, you should find yourself. And I think that's great to find yourself. Mm-hmm. But what good is if you find yourself, but you're not happy with who you are? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you may not like what you find. I, was, right. I wasn't happy with who I was. Right. I don't care how many people could tell me, oh, Paul, you good. You know, my, you know, your parents always tell you, oh, you fine how you are or whatever like mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. I wasn't happy. So it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It matters about what I think. Absolutely. I know I could be accomplishing more. I know I could be doing more. Absolutely. And if I'm not doing that, then it's something I got to work on internally. So I started doing my, um, I started doing my uh, gratitude, you know, start doing my um, affirmation list mm-hmm. on the things that I wanted to exemplify and not everything. And when I started writing these things down, I realized you know, a lot of stuff kind of pertain to the outside world, but most of it pertain internally to me. You Correct. know what I'm saying? And things that I could control. Right. And so when I start feeling more confident, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then I have nothing to do with women this time. Right. It just had to do with, like, yo, if I stand on whatever I say, you know what I'm saying? Right. So if I believe on, if I believe in something, I stand on that. That's that's confidence. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Correct. And confidence also don't mean you can't be wrong. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But learning how to do certain things that that 20 year old me that 19 year old me wasn't even thinking about doing correct, at the time. correct correct it was just about women correct. and now i'm getting to the point where like yo, i don't even really focus on women at all now i'm just mm-hmm. really focused on my mission and my purpose mm-hmm. and and accomplishing those things so kind of to break it down for the listeners mm-hmm. the first time around when i was 19 or 20 how i rewarded myself was actually getting the women that I wanted and that I was going after. And then the second time around, how I rewarded myself was just kind of acknowledging my growth and acknowledging my um, progress right. on my mission that I'm trying to accomplish. Right. I, I think that's that's a great way to kind of <laughs> sum it up for sure. Um, so you, you speak about, and I kind of want to touch on that moment where you felt like you broke all the way down. Because mm-hmm. I, I like to talk about that mainly because I relate. You know, I've, yeah. I've been through divorce. I've lost everything. You yeah. know what I'm saying, and and still going through the process of rebuilding. So I understand that 100. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something about adversity that we need. So like one let's of talk, one, let's touch on that. Let's <laughs> one of my on one of my quotes or one of the, the things that I put out on Instagram was, "If life was easy." Will we do our best, or is it because life is hard that it brings the best out of us? Mm. So when I like to think about the test that we receive, so like that situation, like for you and for me, that was a test of, for one, my faith. Yeah. Do I believe that this is it? Yeah. Did I did I literally <laughs> make all the decisions just for this, or is there more to this after this is over, right? Mm-hmm. So you say, well, why am I going through this? The first thing we do is blame, right? The first thing we do is we try to figure out what did everybody else do wrong. Exactly. I bring that up to say a lot of the things that we have these awakening moments for about things that we want for ourselves 
all of it really is internal. Mm. Everything that we act like you speak about confidence, communication. Yeah, you may have wanted the girl, but you really just wanted to improve yourself. It was exactly. something internal. Exactly. Yeah. The outward expression of what we want is our reality, but it started with our perception. You believe you wasn't confident, so you didn't do certain things, mm-hmm. right? I believe that because I did everything with this woman that this was supposed to be it. Once I lost that, I lost everything because I had all my stock, like and you were that, saying, in another person, yeah, exactly. in other people's opinions, what they thought. Because I, mm-hmm. you know, had the house, had we, how cars paid off. We be doing good, making good money. I think we were going through it around the same the time. Exact same too. time. We didn't even know it. it. Didn't even. Which, which is that synergy, which is why. I always believe energy is, is circulating at all times. Yeah. You can't you can't stop it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the reason why I even wanted to start this podcast was to share perspectives like this. Because you really don't know who's literally in the same shoes that you're in. Facts. In the real time. They're literally going through the exact same thing, if not similar, in the exact same time that you're doing it. And some people get caught in that because they're like, I don't know who to who to relate to. You see what I'm saying? Like, I was in a group of friends where everybody was single or they just had a boyfriend, girlfriend. I was the only married person. Mm -hmm. When you're in that position, you kind of prison yourself off from your friends because there's certain conversations that you're not going to have with an individual that's single or that's not in a fully committed relationship because they're not going to understand the compromises that you may do. They're not going to understand certain aspects of having a marriage compared to just having a situation or just talking to somebody or just dealing with this person. So we need platforms like these, like you have, that we share perspectives on, that we talk about things that we've been through that are real, not just theory-based, but how do we really go from point A to point B in the sense that we broke all the way down and how do we build ourselves back up? Because that's that's kind of where I want to take this conversation. When you when you talk about building yourself up, was that a you had to do that, or did you have a, a team around you that was helping you do that? That's a great question, man. I first wanted to touch on, like, the hopelessness sometimes mm-hmm. that you feel when you at that point. <laughs> like, bro, like, I felt hopeless, man. Absolutely. I felt like it was, it was a couple of times, man, because you got to think about when you do put everything into something, I grew up in a in a family where like all I knew was marriage. My <laughs> mom and dad been married the whole time. Correct. I've been together. Correct. My grandparents on my mom's side was married until my grandfather passed. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? My grandma, every I, I, all I seen was marriage. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> to feel like you the one that don't make it. You feel like a failure. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. You really feel like you failed. You feel like you let people down. Mm-hmm. And you feel like something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when I was going through the through those points, bro, like, I, this is a little tip for my fellas out there. Never beg, man. <laughs> don't never beg. <laughs> Yo, everyone's laughing. You're right, though. Don't, don't never beg, <laughs> bro. I made, I'm telling y'all because I did that. Mm-hmm. It don't look good, bro. Mm-hmm. It don't look good. It make you look weak. And now that person, <laughs> I, I don't feel like women want to feel like they're responsible for your emotional baggage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and the things that you got to carry. Like, we got to man up and take care of us. You got I almost cuss. I don't know. If <laughs> hey, we we no judgment here. You feel what uh, I'm yeah, saying? So if it come, it come. You yo, know what man, I'm saying? We gotta take care of our own shit. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I'm saying? And I just wasn't at that point right then. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I I learned that like yo I relied heavily on my my ex and the previous woman mm-hmm. for my I guess 
uplifting my emotional self. You Correct. know what I'm saying? Correct. And it just it took a toll on every single one of them. And then I wasn't even giving what I needed to give in the relationship. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I so when she when she left me, she was like, oh, in my head, I'm like, yo. I ain't cheap, you know what I'm saying. I took I took care, you know. I took care of the bills for the most part. Yeah, we struggling a little bit, but I took care of the bills. In my head, I'm like, what in the world? What would make a person want to leave me? You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But then, before I even get to what I started to realize about myself, and like you said. It was all blaming. It was all looking outside. Like, yo, why would she leave me? Correct. She, it, it, you know, why Why this? Why that? Like, it, it was so much blaming <laughs> that was going on. Right. So I went through the period of sadness at first mm-hmm. and doing the little begging and crying and the key sweat stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then it went to... <laughs> It went to anger. Mm-hmm. Oh, you think you're gonna leave me? You're gonna get better out there? Da, 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 da. <laughs> then it went to like despair mm-hmm. when it was like, mm-hmm. all right, none of that stuff worked. You Reali- know what I'm saying? All that's just manipu- all of that's manipulation tools to try to get her back to you. <laughs> Correct. And it didn't work. Correct. So now it's like, dang, man. And I remember it wasn't a moment, but it was like periods of time, man. I was going to go, she 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 had moved out the house. And I was going to, like, see my daughter and then, you know, trying to guilt trip her. You know, you want to break this up? You want to break the family up? Like, yo, this <laughs> right. is what you're trying to do? Right. She's like, yo, I, like, I'm not happy. I want to find my happiness. Mm. And I remember driving, and it'd be, like, nighttime, man. And I remember I still drive. It's a light pole that's, like, not too far from her house that I got to drive by. And I was like, man... Now, it'll be nothing for me just to cut the wheel and run into that. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully it'll be all over with. Mm. I didn't want to kill myself, mm-hmm. but I just got tired of feeling pain and feeling hopeless. Absolutely. And I kept driving by that pole. You know what I'm saying? I never did it. I just kept driving. And then that's when I got to the point where I was like, Paul, how the hell you get here? How you get to the point where... You willing to end everything because a relationship didn't work out. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you can't still have a relationship with your daughter. You know Correct. what I'm saying? That Correct. doesn't mean you still can't go on to live your best life. But how you get to this point? You know what I'm saying? Like, my daughter's mom is a great woman. Mm-hmm. I love her to death. But ain't nobody that, <laughs> you know what I'm You're saying? Right, ain't right. nobody that great to make me want to feel like I want to just end it all. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's where... It got to the point where I was like, Paul, you gotta do you gotta do some change because mm-hmm. that ain't about her. That's mm-hmm. about you. Right. <laughs> Can't right. nobody make you feel that way except <laughs> for something that's going on with you. Correct. And that's when I had to like start taking accountability for all of my actions mm-hmm. and realize like, Paul, you ain't that great of a you, you ain't that great of a dude. You a Correct. good you a good dude, but you not you got your flaws and you got your issues that you gotta work on. Right. And you gotta you got to suck it up and, and start working on these things, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because she wasn't the only woman that told me a lot of the stuff. Like, I kept hearing the same things over <laughs> and over and over and over again. Correct. So then now it's like, all right, Paul, they can't all be wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's 
And if they all wrong, then you still messed up because you're choosing the same woman. It's still you. you at the end of the day, however you want to cut it, it always comes back, come back to self. It comes back to us, bro. So, like, I was like, man, Paul, stop this victim mentality. Stop blaming others for where you put yourself at. Mm-hmm. And that's where, it, like, everything just started to change, man. Driving, I see that light pole all the time, bro. And I'd be like, man, thank you. Because mm-hmm. it was a lesson. It was a lesson. Driving by. Cause, and that's the other thing, man. Any of my fellas or women that's out there that's going through this same thing, man, just keep taking it day by time. Take it day by day. It's going to get better. Correct. It's going to get better. I, I didn't feel like it was ever going to get better, man. Right. But um, but to kind of wrap up this point, I did try to, like, I tried to talk to people. But I never felt like people really understood where I was coming from. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and because of that, I actually started looking for men's support groups. Mm-hmm. And so I went and looked at, looked at um, like, it was only one men's support group I could find in the Richmond, Virginia area. Mm-hmm. And when I looked at it, all they did was meet at bars and talk to women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And I'm like... Man, I need some healing, bro. I don't. I wanted, I don't You're not trying to put yourself back in. I'm not worried about it. women right now. Correct. I'm worried about like, yo, I need to get, I need to heal me up. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I end up starting my men's support group, rebuilding men, because I was looking for something and I couldn't find it. And I like, I know I can't be the only one out mm-hmm. here. And so I started rebuilding men, and it took a little while to gain traction. But mm-hmm. now it's a solid group of people that come out. That we all kind of understand each other. Not everybody's married or mm-hmm. going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is at the same like place mm-hmm. in life. But it's an area where everybody's trying to improve in. And the thing about our, the support group is, it's not it's not me trying to tell people what to do because shoot, I don't have the answers. Right. You know what I'm saying? Who does? But, <laughs> but it's about it's a place where we can all come together and share our experiences. Exactly. And share what worked for us, what didn't work for us, so we can start learning from one another. Because in this African, uh, the African American community, man, we do not share and talk and share our stories enough, especially in our families, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Especially in our families. I ain't even gonna get onto a whole nother tangent about that. I, I just, but, I'm glad yeah. you brought it up, though. I'm definitely glad you brought it up because when we think about who we are, that's what we started with. We grew up in a in a time where, where our ancestors were in a time where all history, all information was passed down through conversation. Yes. I taught you, your mother would teach you how to do it. Your father would teach you how to hunt. Your mother would teach you how to cook, how to take care of the, this and the third. It was all conversation. Yeah. You know, the fact that you had you had an insecurity or you had something that you were looking for for support, you didn't see it readily available or not readily available the way that you wanted. Exactly. You had to create the change that you wanted mm-hmm. to see. So I say that to say a lot of times we may feel alone, but we're only alone because we haven't created the room for everyone to come into. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, like for me, like I, I, when I was younger, my first relationship, which I'll, I'll be open about that, my first relationship that I was in, I was 16 when it started. Um, she took her life when I was 18 years old while I was on the phone with her. Mm. Because of that, I, didn't, I was young. I didn't know how to respond to it. I didn't know how, what words to say. I didn't know, well, maybe if I pick up the phone and call her, maybe it'll change something. Maybe if I text her, maybe it'll change something. So I say that to say that I took on the baggage of, because I didn't speak up, I took the blame. Mm. Maybe if I did this, maybe if I did that, this would have changed. Then it kind of spiraled to the fact that where I come to now, like creatively I go by silent sound because you need both. 
You need silence and sound. You can't appreciate sound without silence, and you can't appreciate silence without sound, right? So you need balance. But everyone has to have an opportunity to share their voice. You have to know that your voice even matters. You have to know that your voice actually has influence. Even though you may feel like you're inferior, you're probably not. Nine times out of ten, everything is better than what it seems, and it's never as bad as we think. So... We just have to just talk. We have to communicate. We have to have conversations. We have to be supports for each other because we all don't know it all. But if all of us come together, we will know something. You see what I'm saying? So you brought up about you have a support group rebuilding men. With that being said, that you that you went out to create this new change, do you feel like the more that you help other people it is it's actually helping your development. The more that you develop other people or put people in position to develop themselves, does it always help you at the end of the day or is it just a one-way transaction? Oh, it's both. They, so with the meetings, I have to prepare it. Mm-hmm. You know, so in order to prepare, I got to study, I got to read up, and, mm-hmm. you know, I got to do my due diligence. Mm-hmm. And what's the saying? Uh, who learns most, the teacher or the student, mm-hmm. and it's always the teacher. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's always the teacher because the teacher has to actively prepare the teacher Correct. all the time, so we always learning new stuff. Correct. And um, for me, man, I think the biggest, I think the biggest thing is the fact that people get something out of it, mm-hmm. and when people get something out of it, it just make me want to improve even more mm-hmm. and, and share even more just like you know they always say um what you um you got to fill your cup up you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i try to fill my cup up so much that it overflow and then it's easy to pour everybody else. Yep, you know yep, what i'm saying yep, yep. um <clears throat> you can't pour from an empty cup not at all you can't pour from an empty cup and so um i think for me i learned just as much if not more because also it's a platform where everybody gets to share their experiences. So I learn something mm-hmm. from each and every single person that comes in. Mm-hmm. So it, to me, it's just a it's a it's a it's a beautiful exchange that um and then you know you get the messages, mm-hmm. you get the people that come and talk to you, man. You know, people shed tears and right. all of that stuff, man. Right. It's like, dang, how could it, it was? I, I did I did rebuild a man for about a year. Uh, now I say about eight to ten months where I was doing it and nobody would show up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nobody would show up, and now get to the point I and I try to keep it uh, smaller because um, because I want everybody to be able to share mm-hmm. and be mm-hmm. and keep it an open and safe environment. Right. So now I'm getting to pretty much about max capacity to where I wanted at now mm-hmm. on each meeting. Mm-hmm. To me, is the gratification of just staying with the process, just staying with the process. And to me, that's the biggest learning lesson that mm-hmm. I got out of it. Mm-hmm. It don't matter if nobody's there or not. You just keep sticking with it. <laughs> and then you get one person. Mm-hmm. Then you get two. And then next thing you know, you look up and what you dreamt about is right there in, <laughs> right front, there of in front of you. Yes. It's right there in front of you. So for me, that's probably the biggest lesson that I got because I had a vision for what I wanted because I wanted to be a space where people could come to because I felt like I didn't have that. And like you said, 
we got to start communicating with each other. So it's mm-hmm. a space of like, we got the elder in there mm-hmm. that like drop a lot of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you got the younger people in there that got a different perspective mm-hmm. on things. Mm-hmm. And so it's a blend of like everything. And right. we always constantly learning. But that fact of just, and I, like, I know sometimes it feel like I'm tooting my own horn, but sometimes we got to learn how to be our own biggest cheerleader. Facts are facts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yo, we got we to gotta be able to hype ourselves up a little Correct. bit. And the fact that, like, I stuck with it for so long and people weren't showing up. And then it started happening. Like, how I envisioned it happening, mm-hmm. it's like, yo, it's the, you got to embrace the process. Right. And right. to me, that was, like, one of the biggest takeaways that I get from it. So, uh, I don't think, I don't think it's possible for the people that come in there to give me as much as, uh, no, no, vice versa. I don't think it's possible for me to give to them as much as they give to me mm. because they don't understand like they fulfilling a dream for Correct. me. You know Correct. what I'm saying? They helping me fulfill a dream or like what I always wanted to do. Right. And so to me, man, like it's a two way street. Man. For sure. It's for a two way sure. street. For sure. For sure. I think um, you you brought up something that I definitely want to highlight for sure. You, you t- you're talking about well gratitude for one because. We need all that. We have to be thankful that we can even create an opportunity for other people to appreciate. Then we're talking about other people showing gratitude, which then makes us want to be even more grateful for what we've done. You know, thank you for giving me the ability to even come up with this idea that somebody can now have a safe space. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But then you bring up consistency. Mm -hmm. For me, consistency might be the very most important part of self-development that there is. Because at the end of the day, you can say that you want to do, have a new skill set. You can say, let's go back to 19-year-old you. You can say you want to get the girl. Yeah. But if you only work on your, your confidence today and don't work on it tomorrow, and then you mm-hmm. pick it up two months from now and try to do it again, you're still not going to get the girl. Yeah. Because it's, it's not something you can stand on. This, I, I always think about um, an interview I watched with Will Smith where he's, his father tore down a, a wall down in front of his store, and he told him and his little brother to rebuild the wall. And he, she, they was looking at him like, how are we going? We never going to be able to rebuild this wall. You see how tall this wall is? He set them down and brought it to the point that don't focus on trying to build the whole wall. Mm. Lay the perfect brick. Yeah. If you just lay one brick perfect every day, you don't look up and you're going to have the whole brick. The same way you brought up, you did the, the rebuild in men for eight to ten months. Mm-hmm. Nobody no showed up. <laughs> Guaranteed that people was watching the whole time. Mm-hmm. Though. They're always looking. But unfortunately, we live in a time where people are looking for people to fall. Yeah. Some people are just like, I just wonder if this is going to be the moment. He did this thing six months in a row. I wonder if he's going to quit tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you don't. Then they're like, you know what? He really believed this thing. Yeah. Let me go see what it's about. Yeah. Then once people see it and they see it as real, they see the value they can get from it, they have no choice but to spread that to somebody else. And they're going to bring a friend and they're going to bring a friend. So I say that to say, even with self-development, we have to water ourselves every day if we want to grow. Ooh, that's facts. I Part, like that. So, like, my biggest thing, like you see on the hoodie, think, learn, grow. That's the process of self-development. First, you got to have it in your mind. You got to first think, I want to be better. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want this goal. I want to reach this. Then you got to learn what I got to do to get to that point. Then you got to do the action. The grow is the action. You got to actually do the things consistently so that you can get the goal. You know what I mean? So... I say that to say that anyone who's listening to this podcast, self-development, as we brought up at the beginning of this, is an ongoing process. You can be self-developing for 80, 90 years. Yeah. 
there's no there's no end game. You see what I'm saying? The end game really is to keep going. Mm. Literally, once you feel like you got it all figured out, that's what you need to work on. That yeah. ego telling you that you got it all figured out. You never so it's have never it all figured out. It's <laughs> never over. You feel what I'm saying? Um, so let's let's kind of switch it up. I think I think we really unpack that pretty well. I appreciate you sharing that too, man. There's so many. I'm hoping y'all are taking notes and I'm hoping y'all are picking these jewels up because uh, the brother's dropping them. So check this out. Two things. What would you say is the worst self-development advice you've ever received? Mm, the worst, the worst self-development advice. I, 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 I'm not going to say the worst that I got, but kind of like along what you was talking about, like the fact that like it's an end goal to self-development. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a it's an ongoing process. Like it's always more to learn. Like Correct. we got infinite knowledge out here <laughs> that for us to learn. Right. And the moment you even think you got it all figured out, like you you don't. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I think for me, I, I wouldn't say anybody gave me that advice, but like I, I think I hear and see people that kind of act like they got it all figured out. And that's that's never me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I always Make sure I highlight my flaws because also I think that's relatable. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody here perfect. No so problem. I I don't got no problem just telling y'all like, yo, my young minded self, man, I was girl crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was right. girl crazy. Right. And but I always talk about, you know, where I was and then what did I learn from it? Because for me, I always was trying I knew it was lessons in everything. Everything. Yep. I knew it was lessons in everything. And I can't I, I was telling um like a mentor of mine, <clears throat> I was telling them, I was, I, I believe like spirits from our ancestors get passed down and put into certain people, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And cause I look back in my, I look back in my childhood and, and things like that. And I'm like, nobody I even knew think nowhere close to me. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Like right. I always felt like I thought and seemed different mm-hmm. than the people around me. Mm-hmm. And, and especially like my family mm-hmm. And so to me it was like Man where did this come from And then to kind of learn a little bit more I, I, I think I might got the spirit of my grandmother in me You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying uh, And you do you, you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's going to dispel the mystery Yeah, yeah you do Yeah you and do. it's like as time goes on It's coming out and showing itself a little bit more mm-hmm. um, But to get back to the topic um, I, I wouldn't say I got any bad Self development advice or self growth device uh, advice. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think people just feeling like they need to be perfect all the time, mm-hmm. and, or feel like they got to give a perfect image mm-hmm. all the time. I think that kind of conveyed the wrong message because people relate. I, I listen to Mike Tyson all the time. Mike Tyson, <laughs> we know his, we know Mike. You know he, what I'm saying? He made all the mistakes, <laughs> but it's, but to see him growing Correct. from that. Correct. It's, the, it's the power in it So I, I don't mind Showing my flaws mm-hmm. Hopefully that people learn from my flaws And hopefully can become better than What I am or was mm-hmm. Is the is the purpose out of it So I would say um, I didn't get that advice But I would say the, the feeling the need to show perfection All the time 
is something that I don't think is necessary. Absolutely. I mm-hmm. think, um, I mean, we know, we can just look at the example. Let's just take social media for, Phew, they say people will literally post things on Instagram. If it gets doesn't get enough attention, they would delete it. <laughs> yeah. Why delete it? Yeah. You need to show when you had zero likes, and then you need to show when you got a million likes. Yeah. That's why people even deal with you. For me, I even look at, like, from a, like, I look at it from a, a customer standpoint, right? Like, when I go to a new account, and I see everything is, like, lit up, it's kind of it kind of deters me to want to engage in it because it's like they they they're engaged. I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm going to get the value from it. I may, but I'm not pressed to engage in it. Yeah. But when you see a post that may have five likes on it, but you know it's a lot of value, you want to engage in it because you like they put some work into this. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like this isn't already blown up. So it's like we have to not just look at our highlights, but let's look at our bloopers too. Yeah. Let's look at when we when we tripped up, you know what I'm saying? Let's mm-hmm. look at when we, maybe we were stuttering. Like, so that's one thing, like with my podcast, like I, I don't do any editing. If I edit anything, it's to take the, the beginning part before the intro come on because yeah. it's just literally nothing, yeah. you know what yep. I'm saying? But it's got a free flow because at the end of the day, this is my this is my highlight film. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen back at this and like, oh man, I was I said it um way too many times in this. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But that's self development. Yeah. Everything is self development. There's nothing that you do on this planet that you're not developing some type of skill, some type of thought process, or anything about yourself. You're changing every day. We know that that's scientific, right? We grow and we become a new person every day. But mentally, we have to make sure we're doing the same thing too. Exactly. Um, we like I was on live with with Trey. And we was talking about the fixed mindset and the growth mindset, having an open mind and a closed mind. These are two totally different people, but they can interchange at any time. Exactly. You can have an open mind today and feel that you got it all, then you close it. Mm-hmm. You can have a closed mind today and realize you don't have it all, and then you can open it. So it's just this constant balancing act that we have to do when it comes to self-development of checking ourselves. When I think I got it all figured out, everything's going smooth, and I need to do some self-reflection and figure out what else I need. What's the intangibles I need to work mm-hmm. on? Since all the tangibles are good, let me get the untangibles under control. Maybe my emotions aren't where they need to be. Yeah. Maybe my um, my attention or my focus ain't as best or as sharp as it could be. I might need to work on that. Maybe I spend too much time on my phone. I might need to redirect my energy as far as my screen time. There's always something to work on. So with that being said, what would you say is the best personal growth or self-development advice you've ever received that helps you right now? I think my mentor, he told me this when I was going through my uh, my whole situation with my divorce, mm-hmm. and it always kind of stuck with me. <clears throat> he was like, check your ego, right? And he was like, yo, when you feel when you feel like you 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 this high up or whatever. He was like, man, tell yourself you ain't shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he and I and I asked him, I was like, yo, why would you do that? Because he was like, when you feel like you at the top, you feel like you don't gotta work no more. Mm-hmm. You feel like you don't got nothing else to work on. Check your ego. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm my biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. I hype myself up all the time. Facts. But I will be quick to check myself too. Like when I when I feel like I'm doing something, be like, yo, Paul, you ain't shit. You ain't no better than that person right over there. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. What make you think you? What make Absolutely. you think you better than this person? Correct. You know what I'm saying? We all got our beliefs and morals mm-hmm. and everything like that. But I don't believe I'm better than nobody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I might work harder. I might feel like I might do this better or that better. But as a person, mm-hmm. we all are equal when it comes to us as people. Mm-hmm. I got Sometimes we got to check ourselves and check our egos. And for me, that was a big thing because also 
you learn not to put other people on pedestals as Absolutely. well, too. Absolutely. Like, yo, you you think you up there? <laughs> Come on back Bring there. Day. Bring your ass here. Right. <laughs> you know, right. pause. <laughs> but, yo, you, you, you realize, like, yo, yeah. man, like, celebrities and stuff, man, mm-hmm. that I used to praise and all of that. I don't really praise them anymore. Like, Jay-Z was, like, my idol. Mm-hmm. Kanye, I was the biggest Kanye stan. Same here. And then, but then, as I started growing up my mindset, it's like, yo, I admire these people for what they do. Correct. I'm not putting them above me, though. Correct. I feel like I could do the exact same thing they do now. Mm-hmm. It's no it's no doubt in me. It's yeah. just the fact that am I willing to put the sacrifice, the grind, the time, and the effort into it and see it through. Right. But I know I could do whatever they do. So, when he told me that, like, yo, it's just like, yo, man, tell yourself you ain't shit. And if they doing something and you feel like somebody's trying to over overvalue themselves, yo, they ain't shit either. Mm-hmm. We all equal. We I can do exactly what you do if I put my mind to it. Correct. And so that was the biggest advice because he said that because he was like, yo, Paul, like, yeah, your, your, um, your daughter, mom, she great and everything, but... Uh, she she at the same level as you. You can go out here and get another one. You know what I'm saying? Like absolutely. You, you know what I'm saying? Like right, right, right. He had to put put things into perspective for me. Absolutely. And so I would say that was the the most recent. When you say that, that's the thing that kind of come to my mind because mm-hmm. it, it leveled the playing field for me with right. everybody. Where like I don't think of myself higher, better than, or lower than anybody. I'm the same level as everybody. I don't care who it is. Absolutely. And so, to me, I would say that's probably the the best piece of advice I could think of off yeah. the top of my head. Yeah. yeah, I think that's I think that's very informative. I think the biggest thing too that you that you brought up to that was you have to ground yourself. You, you have to ground yes. yourself because. <laughs> The mind is powerful. It would take you to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to keep that tied to that ground and realize that, hey, you won't survive in space without a spacesuit. You, <laughs> you can go to the moon, but you do need a space. You need a whole spacesuit. You need a rocket. You need a lot of things. So let's just calm down. Let's we on Earth. We do Earth things. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, uh, I think I like the way you brought that up. Um, I think that is that's wonderful advice to understand that there's a duality to it. Mm. You you have to be your best cheerleader, your biggest cheerleader, but you also have to be your biggest heckler as well. Yeah, you gotta check yourself, man. You have to. I mean, you think about even when you you look at like people like Dave Chappelle. He's a great comedian. I'm still sure he goes to a small comedy club and still might get heckled by somebody. Yeah. So it's like he, oh, him, he definitely get heckled now. You see what I'm saying? Oh yeah, for sure, for <laughs> yeah. sure. So even with that being said, that there's really never a level where you don't have to work on something, even yeah. if it's just working on that ego. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that was great. So, I have five questions. Okay. Um, these these questions, you know, you don't really have to <clears throat> think too hard on them. We kind of you kind of touch on a lot of these things, but they're really just open perspective questions. They're kind of like this or that type of questions. And then if you want to elaborate, you can. If not, that's cool. We move to the next one. The first question for you: Which is stronger, love or fear? Love. Loved me. It's not even close. <laughs> and it's crazy you bring that up. Mm-hmm. After going through my whole situation with my uh, with my ex, every single year I have like three things that like are my 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 um, focal points for the year. Mm-hmm. And it's not it has nothing to do with like business or money. It's something internally mm-hmm. with myself. Mm-hmm. And every single year, it's always the first thing is unconditional love. With unconditional love, it, it, it forces you to. You can do anything mm-hmm. when you love something. Mm. Now, I do think I do think fear 
is a motivator. Mm-hmm. But if it's a tiger right there, I might be fearful of that tiger. But my daughter on the other side of that, my love for my daughter going to override that fear Absolutely. of that tiger. You know what I'm saying? I'm Absolutely. going to get her. You know what I'm saying? And right. so for me, the love is so powerful, man. Mm-hmm. Like if people, if people don't understand it. When I start to learn to love myself, hmm. bro, it, everything changed, man. There is no fear at that point. It, it's, it, Exactly, <laughs> and then if it is a fear, you question like, "Yo, what, what's the fear? What's Correct. the fear in it?" You Correct. know what I'm saying? Correct. Like, what's the what's the fear? Is it a lot? Is it is, is it a logical fear? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or right. is it illogical fear? Like, yo, right. if it's a tiger right there, okay, I can understand it being a fear. But now you got to be able to think through it. You got to be able to think mm-hmm. through it and overcome some of those fears. Uh, a lot of times. So, but for me, man, love. It's not even close. It's not even close, man. You and people will tell you close to me. Everybody know love. Love is my thing, man. I got you. Yeah, I, I would agree one hundred percent. I think you literally don't get fear without love. I think we even mm. have fear because of something. We have to have love for something to even fear anything. So like you may love yourself, so you fear losing your life. So you do certain things. Ooh, that's a good point. You kind of need to fear. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you brought yeah. up earlier, you need to fear, but that love is just what's going to help you realize that that fear was just an illusion. Mm-hmm. You, you no need to be scared. You're only scared because you love something and you don't want to lose that. Yeah. Same thing like you said with that tiger. The fear in you is like, man, it's a tiger. I got to get my child out of there. But if you sit back and allow that love to say, hold on, I know I'm going to take care of this situation. Yeah, I'm going to figure Let it out. Let me analyze <laughs> it. Oh, that tiger got a, a chain well, I'm on. Or die trying. Yeah, or you, you'll die trying. Yeah, you know that's how saying. That's how powerful love would do. It, it, Give your life for somebody, man. That you love. Fear don't make you give your life for somebody. Fear actually makes you do nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fear. Fight or fight. Because fear is an illusion, it makes you do nothing. Because love is real, you do everything because of love. Like, that's that's how I look at everything. But that's a, that's a whole rabbit yeah, hole yeah, in itself. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you know say, I can talk about, I can get <laughs> We can talk you know, about, talk about have a whole episode love, just on love. Yeah. <laughs> so next question. Which in in a I guess in a friendship or in a relationship support system, what matters to you more, their loyalty or their trust? Oh, that's a great question, man. That's a great question. I would probably just off the top and not thinking too much of it. I, I think my initial reaction is the. I would probably say is the the trust. Mm. The trust, um, and the reason why I would say that is because I want to know who I'm dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I want to know how I'm dealing with. So you could be loyal to me, still cross me for sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. But that trust is something, is something different. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, I feel like with the trust, even if I know you a scammer. I trust you to be a scammer. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. What I'm I know I'm not gonna do no business with you. Absolutely. But if I'm you loyal to me and I don't and I don't have that that trust built up or I don't know who I'm dealing with, mm-hmm. then they you get over anything on me. So correct. And, and at the end of the day, I know I'm always gonna have me. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So right. I just I would say trust just off of the initial thought because I want to know who I'm dealing with. I, I agree with you 100. percent The way I always look at it is loyalty is blind trust. So I'm gonna be loyal yeah. to you, but until you prove that you're dishonest, that loyalty basically has an expiration point. Mm. Trust doesn't have an expiration; it is what it is. So, yeah. like you said, if you a snake, I trust a snake to bite me. So exactly. I'm not gonna put myself in a position <laughs> exactly. to be bit by the snake, but I'm gonna respect that 
that yeah. snake and say, hey, hey, do your thing. You feel what I'm yeah, saying? You, just ain't gonna you might me. look nice, but I'm not going to get close enough. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think that duality, you need them both. Mm. But that loyalty has to be put in check to trust. Mm. Once you can trust that person, then you can be loyal. But we shouldn't. Exactly. I think in our community, we are heavy on the loyalty. Yeah. And we're loyal to a lot of things that we can't trust. Man, let me tell you <laughs> something. Just a real quick, bro. You, yeah, can, yeah, look yeah. The, you can look in the the games and, 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 and mm-hmm. all of this stuff, bro. They they loyal to each other until that time get thrown at them, <laughs> and then they flip it, right? Right. You know or until and I find can, out this person is up and this, I'm not. Like, how did they get the? How did they get this deal? And I didn't and get you this. You run deal. up in their stuff, y'all. That's, yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, we ain't that loyalty and trust, and that's why I like these questions because they're so open anyway. Because they really can be interpreted anyway. Exactly. You know, to a degree, you do need loyalty, mm. but you definitely trust. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They, they, you can't have them. You got to have them both, but within reason. You know what I'm saying? So that's the same way I feel about love and fear. The same way. Yeah. Um. Next question. So, when it comes to a relationship, same thing, friendship, however it may be. For you, what is the most important aspect of it? I know you how you feel about love, but if you had to choose between love and respect. Respect. Okay. I would choose respect because I understand you got to work towards unconditional love. You know what I'm saying? We, we got a very selfish, selfish perspective of love. <laughs> yes. Like, yo, I love you for what you could do for me and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I had to learn how to give love without the expectation of getting any back. Yes, but yes. I do want respect though. For sure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I would say respect right. because I I, under, I think I'm at a point where I understand not everybody can give uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, healthy love. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times it's tied to like some type of selfish intent. And mine is too. But mine is not looking for anything. It's the fact that I'm willing to give love to other people and not expect anything back as mm-hmm. part of my growth. Mm-hmm. So it's still selfish for me, but it's not tied to anything that somebody else does for me. Right. It's the fact that like, yo, this is part of my mission right. and part of my growth. So this is why I'm giving out love to people. But respect, I definitely want respect. <laughs> you <laughs> sure. know what I'm saying? Sure. So it, I would say respect in that aspect. I know a lot of people will probably that know me, they surprised by that yeah. answer. But it's respect. And, and to a degree, they may not be because I feel like when you respect a person, you are showing them love. Oh my you know God. what I'm Talk saying? Talk to them, Wes. So it's like, and it, to a degree, you know, you can love a lot of people, but you may not respect how they live. You may, if they may be into something that you're not cool with. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? But I love you, but I respect myself enough not to be around you. Yeah. I don't respect the way you live, but I love everything about you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Hopefully you'll get it right. Yeah. But that's not on me. So I mean I'm the same way. Respect is key in everything that we're doing. I mean, even when you're talking about yourself, you have to respect yourself, respect your energy, respect everyone you come across. I mean, until you get disrespected. Exactly. And even then, certain situations when you get disrespected, you may ha- you have to have a certain level of respect for yourself to answer every oh, every battle. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta pick and choose your battles. You have y'all. to. You have to because they get the art of war. Y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> please, please. You know what I'm saying? Tell them, tell them we sent you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, so we got two more questions. Um, these ones are a little more, a little bit lighter, um, but they're not really like an and or type of thing. But for you, in a relationship, what does support mean to you? Ooh, support. Oh, that's, yeah. what's hitting me with the question? <laughs> questions, y'all. I I would say for me, support is encouragement and. 
respect. Mm. And if they're able to give it love. Mm. Um, but I would say the main thing is encouragement. Uh, a, a good friend of mine's Keith, he had said something. And um, shout out, I, I got my own podcast at mm. King of the Berries. Y'all make sure y'all go check that out. Sure, and in. then I got another podcast with me and two other friends. Uh, shout out my boy uh, Anthony Giovanni and my boy Trey. Uh, we got the FML podcast. So y'all make sure y'all check that out as well. On the FML podcast, we had a guest on, Keith, and he said something. And I'm speaking towards like intimate relationships mm-hmm. with like uh, with, with our women. He said, yo, as a man, we get beat up out here in the world. Thanks. Last thing we want to do is come home and get beat up. On. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need somebody yes. kind of tend to our wounds and everything right. to help and encourage us so we can go back out here and fight another day. Mm-hmm. And, like, when he said that, that always stuck with me. And so when you say, like, support, that's at this phase of my life right now, mm-hmm. I need somebody that's going to encourage me and, and do that. My last relationship, man. It was it was amazing. Mm-hmm. My last relationship was really amazing because that's the first time I feel like I had somebody that really encouraged mm. me, that really really had my back, right. that really believed in me. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and that's that's when I finally left my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, December would be a year for me uh, as self employed and as an entrepreneur. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, but it really stemmed from her and the belief she instilled in mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Because of her belief in me, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. Like, yo, when you got a good woman that got your back mm-hmm. and that supports you, man, mm-hmm. it, it's it's you feel like you feel like Iron Man, invincible. You know what I'm yeah, you feel yeah. invincible. <laughs> I can go out here and do anything. Thanks. So, um, for for the women out there, I would say, man, encourage your man, support your man, mm-hmm. and, and vice versa, encourage right. each other. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Support each other. But uh, for me, where I'm at right now, I need I need somebody that's going to encourage me. And, and continue to instill belief in me because mm-hmm. we get beat up out here and I need somebody when I come home that like I'm excited to tell her about stuff mm-hmm. and, and I'm excited to tell her about all the wrongs because she gonna keep it real with me but she gonna build me up at the Correct. same time though. Correct. I agree with you. I agree with that 100%. I think that's support is, is, is such a um, it's a word that we use a lot Oh, I need support. And people think, well, if you're not supporting me, if you ain't giving me no money, if you ain't buying my product, you ain't supporting me. To a degree, that is support. Because to me, support is an action word. You know what I mean? So you can say you support me. Like, oh, I know somebody that got a podcast. Yeah, you know, check them out. That is a level of support. But true support would be you checking it out. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> true support would be you reposting it and telling somebody else about it and all these type of things. But... It also is about those things that people don't see. Mm-hmm. That support system when people may be talking, having conversations, but you're not around now. Are you supporting me in those times Talk too? To are you are you shutting that those rumors down? Are you shutting Talk down the negativity? West. That's support. When I'm not just like what Jay Z said, like you really can tell a person when you don't watch them what they're doing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. So that's the best time. They're always on their best behavior when they when you're in front of them. Is mm-hmm. when you're not there that they're doing the most talking. I go so, back to that trust too, man. It go back to that trust. <laughs> and you could be loyal to somebody that's talking crazy or allowing other people to talk crazy about yeah. you. So how good is that friend to you if they're allowing other people to talk crazy about yeah. you? That's that's a whole conversation for something else. But <laughs> this this will be the last question on this, and then we'll kind of wrap it up. Uh-huh. Um <clears throat> So we're talking about, um, and this will kind of be an alley-oop to uh, kind of give you some time to give a spill of what you got going on. Okay. Um, for you, 
What motivates you the most? Your passion or your purpose? My purpose. Mm. My purpose, man. My purpose, yo. So what would you say, even before you even go into about what a purpose is, what would you say is your purpose and have you found your full purpose? So I feel like my purpose is that to help lead people to become the best version of themselves, but by first becoming the best version of myself, mm. I got to lead by example. Okay. I feel like that's my purpose, and everything I do is centered around that. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I guess the kind of and 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 the reason why I say passion, passion kind of fades. Mm-hmm. You know, passion <laughs> comes and goes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like I was, I, I really felt like I was in love with. I was in love with basketball, mm-hmm. but it's a selfish love. I was I was in love with basketball because I thought I was going to go to the NBA. <laughs> and the moment I ain't go to the NBA, the passion it, go. I'm not going out there balling like how I used to now. <laughs> like I'm doing it for fun now. Before I was like, this is this a job for me. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. I thought I was really going to the NBA. Correct, you know what I'm saying? Correct. And so that's that's what I mean by that. But my per my purpose, I felt like I kind of fell into it because. People was looking at me as a leader, and I didn't even know it. Mm. People was looking like when when things going with like certain friends, they come and talk to me about it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when I realized that, I like yo, this this purpose chose me, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. So it is it, it, for me. It is my purpose because it's something I just can't avoid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't avoid what my purpose is. Right. It's my choice to pursue it or not. Mm-hmm. But I, I know what my purpose is. My purpose is to help lead others. And how I've been leading others is through the, working on myself. Absolutely. They see that I, like, came from this point and it made it to this point. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, yo, Paul, like, yo, what do I do? How do I how do I get there? Like, this and that. So it, the, my purpose chose me. So mm-hmm. for me, that's why I didn't even take a second to think. Yeah, yeah. I thought on all the other questions, <laughs> but this one is right my purpose because my purpose chose me, man. Correct. Correct. And, um, yeah, that's all I. Can and, and I think, and I think, I mean, that's that's kind of that's perfect. I mean, you and you say like your purpose shows you. We we're actually walking in our purpose, even when we think we're not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like you being a leader or you being a, of influence, you was doing that on the basketball court. You were doing that amongst your friends before you knew you were doing it. You were already influencing, leading individuals. Mm-hmm. You were already giving advice. You was already helpful in teaching people without knowing that you was being helpful in teaching people. So it's, I agree with you on that when you say like your, your purpose calls you. And I and I kind of feel like to a degree, your passion fuels your purpose. Because, you know, your passion, like you said, is, is, is fleeting. You know, you yeah. may be passionate about something today, and tomorrow you might not be as passionate. Yeah. And then the next day you may come back to the passion. Yeah, exactly. But you know that your purpose is the why. Yeah, You know, exactly. the reason why I'm getting up every day is because I need to do this. I need to keep making myself better. So I'm passionate about improving myself. Mm. But I mean, today I may not be wanting to improve myself, but I'm still going to do it because my purpose is that you see what I'm saying? So I, I agree with you 100%. Their passion definitely, some people are very motivated by their passions and they're able to accomplish a lot. But in actuality, their purpose has to have been aligned with that passion in order for them to keep to. doing it. it. It got to, because even when I think about, <clears throat> even when I think about like, um, like the basketball thing, the mm-hmm. basketball analogy, it didn't pan out for me, mm-hmm. but. I learned discipline from that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now that discipline just transfers over to right. these other avenues that right. I got right now. So it's still everything kind of funny how I lined up. I, I did a uh, live probably like about a month ago, man. And I, and I was telling my listeners, I was like, man, I never understood why as a, as a little kid, 
I was like, you know what? I want to become popular mm. or be want to be known. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So in elementary school, and me and Wes went to the same. You went to Chamberlain, right? Chamberlain Elementary. Yeah, we went to the same uh, elementary school. We went to the same middle school, different high school. Mm-hmm. So in elementary school, I always tell, my mind was like, yo, get to know people. Mm-hmm. Middle school was like, try to become popular. And then high school was like, yo, try to get girls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But everything was always about elevation for me. Correct. You know what I'm saying? I was Correct. never satisfied with myself, with where I was at, for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Like I said, I don't, I don't know where it really came from. Mm-hmm. I just know it's something that was instilled in me where, like, I always wanted to climb plateaus Correct. and go to a different level Correct. in every single thing. And, um... That kind of I feel like tied in my purpose mm-hmm. because people always been looking, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not nosy. You you remember mm-hmm. me? I wasn't really the most talkative person, <laughs> yeah. but and you know I wasn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> me and me and Westman, we was kind of laid back <laughs> in, no in talking and everything. But it's just crazy to see now. Look, look what we doing. We talking. Now. This is what we do, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's crazy how everything kind of led up to this moment, but Absolutely. it was. I always thrive trying to progress. And I, I never understood. I, I could never just sit and be where I was. I could never be complacent. Mm-hmm. And I guess people just seen that in me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said I, I know my purpose is to help lead people to become the best version of themselves. But first, I got to become my best version of myself because I can't talk to them if I ain't doing the work myself. Correct. You know Correct. what I'm saying? So I think... That's what would end up doing it for me because them little small passions that I had mm-hmm. that came and went. You know what I'm saying? The girls came. I still love my women, man. Shout out to my women, man. <laughs> I love y'all, my my black queens and everything, man. I love y'all. Um, I still I, I'm still passionate about them, but that's not my main purpose. That's not your though. purpose. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, so right, right. I'm focused. I'm focused right now. Um, and and all of those things kind of led up to this moment mm-hmm. where like. I feel like I'm really starting to make a difference and make change in not just myself, but the people that's around me. And then you never know what that could lead to at the end of the day. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Um, I mean, even to kind of bring it to myself, I'm passionate about music. Mm. You know, that's that's yeah, one of the that's things that we reconnected on yeah, before we, we got to this point. Music is what I love to do. Like, I love the inner workings of Making a loop from scratch. And this dude then, is a beast with you it know, too, man. I appreciate that. Let me let me tell y'all, we had a music production group. Shout out six four two. Yes, sir. Um, we had a music production group, and we got up, man, and we was just cooking up. And I was like, yo, these they on a different level right now. I was like, yo, I'm third in this group, and that's what made me want to work harder. Right. But it's funny how like now we. Shout out six four doing his thing too, yeah, man. For Shout sure, out six four, sure. y'all. He definitely doing his thing. Yes, indeed. And um, but it's funny how like we kind of me and you reconnected on this way mm-hmm. now. So I, I think that's dope, man. And and I think and and just to kind of tie it back together, that's just how, like I said, I was passionate about music, mm. but my purpose, yeah, my purpose is about informing and sharing perspectives. My purpose is to educate, to teach. So it's different, you know, once you realize what your purpose is, you then align your passions to do that. So now I still make music. I'm never going to stop doing it because I'm, I love it. I'm passionate about it. But now I'm just intentional. What I do with my music, it yeah. all is still centered around self-development. Exactly. It all comes back around. Um, so it's just, you know, just understanding that you you start to see things translate over, like you were saying, like you 
basketball was your thing, but then you understand that those intangibles from basketball translate exactly. over. The gym just changed. Yeah, you exactly. still in the gym. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gym. see what I'm saying? But the gym uh, just changed. So I think that's that's I like the way you tied that together. Um yeah, so that, that's the five questions, man. Those were like quick. You did you did great with those, man. Appreciate and, it. Like I said, there, there's no right or wrong answers. It's all interpretation and in what mm-hmm. you feel, um, and where you are in your journey about how you answer. <coughs> um, so with that being said, man, um, I appreciate the conversation, bro. I just like to now take the time out to kind of let you kind of take the floor and you kind of speak on what you got going on. Like mm-hmm. you kind of touched on your the two podcasts that you got going on your own and then the the one that you have with others, mm-hmm. but. Take the floor, man. Talk about what you yeah. want to talk about. All right. So uh, first, man, I want to go ahead and plug myself. Uh, I am a financial coach. So uh, you can follow me at Fresh Air, F-R-E-S-H-H-E-I-R-1. Um, I try to give, like, financial tips. I've been kind of slacking a little bit, but I usually do it every couple of days. Give some give some free tips to people because mm-hmm. I'm not – it's not financial advice. I make sure I make that clear because I'm not <laughs> an advisor. But I try to give tips and give people things to think about. Mm-hmm. So y'all make sure y'all follow me on there. That's that's how I generate income. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My main mm-hmm. source of income. Um, and I also help people with uh, getting certain financial licenses as well if they're okay. interested in that too. Um, then the next thing, like I talked about my podcast. My podcast kind of grew the same way like yours did. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get my voice out when I was going through all my stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to attack a fear of mine, which was being judged. Mm. I, I was like, man, how am I going to elevate if I'm always afraid of what people going to say? Correct. I was like, well, how can I get a, how do I tackle that? Listening to Joe Budden's podcast, I'm like, I'm going to start a podcast. <laughs> and that's how my podcast started, man. It started Correct. from me wanting to put my voice out, whether it be right or wrong. Yo, you accept me how I am. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, Give me the constructive criticism, whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, that's how my podcast. So that's my podcast. It's uh, called the King of the Berries podcast, and it's at uh, King of the Berries. So K I N G O F D E B E R R Y S. So you can follow me on that. Um, you can follow me on there. I go live every single day. I've been feeling a little bit under the weather recently, so I I had took like a day here a day off there but every day i go live so y'all can interact with me on there and then i gotta shout out my bros like i did earlier my boy anthony uh and my boy trey we got the fmf podcast which stands for finance mindset and uh fitness i'm the finance piece we got trey as the mindset and then we got anthony as the fitness and we talk about things specifically related to guys Mm -hmm. so everything that we talk about is related to guys, um, or we talk about different aspects, whether it's finances or or fitness. But when it comes to mindset, we speaking directly to the guys. Uh, so you can follow us at FMF Podcast, uh, and of course we'll make sure we have everything in the uh, description mm-hmm. section. But you can follow us on there, and um, and I guess my my last thing, man, that I just kind of want to leave every everybody with, man, is just. Find that journey to love, self-love first, and then learn to love everybody else. That's that's the thing I always preach about, man. When you can learn to love yourself first, man, you'd be surprised how many doors and how many things kind of open up for you. Just just happiness, man, peace. Mm-hmm. I've been to, I, like I said, I had everything that like most people say they want: the house, the cars, 
the 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 wife, the kid, you know, what people right. work and strive to get. I lost all of that. <laughs> and I'm the happiest I ever been, man. Mm-hmm. I'm the happiest I ever been in my life. You know what I'm saying? Right. Financially, I'm getting back to the 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 most I've ever had. But I had to go through them periods where like I had to learn child support. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Child support was yeah. new. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, I had right. to learn child support. But I had to find some love for myself through the midst of all of that. And when I found it, man, it changed my life. Mm. So everybody out there, man, if you could find that journey to self-love and then learn to love others, you'd be surprised the people that you attract in your life. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised the, the the abundance that gets attracted to your life mm-hmm. all of that stuff, man. So... That's my message, man. Self-love and then love of others unconditionally. That's a fact. Hey, you can't say it no better than that. But before we go, uh, plug the Rebuilding Men one more time. Oh, too. yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. And um, I-, I got caught up. You good? I got caught up on that love thing, man. I'll tell you, that <laughs> thing that sparked something. You know that sparked something in me. Man, Rebuilding Men, yeah. That's probably, that's my baby. You know, that's the thing where, like, I get to connect with, with, with uh, my fellas. Right. And we get to come together and... and um, and talk about different aspects of being a man, whether it's spirituality, whether it's finances, whether it's intimate relationships, family relationships. We got different subjects we touch on every session. And, um, man, it's, it's an amazing thing. Uh, y'all can follow it at Rebuilding Men, R-E-B-U-I-L-D-I-N-G-M-E-N. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on there. And, um, and like I said, I do a lot of recaps of, of our meetings and I go live on there uh, every once in a while as well. But um, I, I'm I'm really excited about the direction that that's heading. I got mm-hmm. some things I'm working on towards next year, as far as expanding it and, and making it, uh, I guess, more uh, legitimized. I guess you the word you would say, far mm-hmm. as like business documents and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I'm that's my that's my baby, man. To For be sure. able to connect with them guys and. And everything, man, the stuff we share, we pour our hearts out, and it's a safe space. You know, it's no judgment. It's just all about sharing experiences, learning, and all of us growing together as men. Mm-hmm. So thank you for reminding me to plug that. Of course, of course, because we need it. We need it. Um, as y'all can see, <coughs> this podcast was created to share different perspectives. Um, I intentionally made this podcast to not be gender-specific not to be community specific is literally so that we can all learn from each other. But I'm bringing individuals on that may have things that are niched down so that you can learn about them. Go check them out because everybody needs a place to be able to feel safe in. Of course, this is a safe space, but you want to get into a bigger support system, you may need to go down to a niche. So you got Rebuilding Men. You got FMF Podcast. We got King of the Berries. These are things that we have created to give you different avenues and platforms to go to share your voice, to learn different things, and to grow ultimately to a better version of yourself, which is all the goal um, here. But again, Paul, I appreciate you, man. I this, appreciate this was you, a great man. conversation, man. This is like all it does is gives me, like I said, we talk about passion here, and I'm passionate for keep on doing these type of things because I know the value that you gave here. People can eat this up, man. Yeah. They're gonna eat it up. So definitely make sure y'all follow him. Um, before we get out of here, I always leave with one of my quotes. Um, this particular podcast, I was sitting here thinking, like, which one to use? I, I never like to come in and kind of um, premeditate 
what a theme of a podcast is. I always like to let the conversation flow. Um, but for today, we all know that Rome wasn't built in the day, but we can work overnight. So at the end of the day, let's keep working. Let's keep laying these bricks. Let's make sure that we're always growing. Let's make sure we're always watering our goals. Make sure we're always watering ourselves. Make sure we're always watering our support system so they can continue to support us as well because none of these things are one-way streets and we can't live in a transactional society for all our lives. We have to do some things just out of like Paul always brings up love. Yes, Love is what's going to make all of this work. Unconditional love. And to know that when you give it out, every time you give out love, you automatically get it right back. You just got to look at it the right way. Exactly. <laughs> so with that being said, like I said, I appreciate you, Paul, man. And as always, this is the Silent Conversations podcast. We share peace, positivity, and perspective. And as always, make sure you're thinking, you're learning, and you're growing. We signing out. Peace.